See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Hello, all you out there in podcast listener land. This is Slow Robot A Go-Go, show number 58. Big show number 58. Every show's big. Yeah, sure, why not? Uh, my name is Mao, uh, and with me, as always, Dr. Morbius. From Parts Unknown. So... If you are just catching up with us, please make sure that you check out slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com. Uh, uh, that is our website. Or you can check us out on Stitcher. Or you can check us out on iTunes. Or you can listen to us on the up-and-coming biggest thing to hit the internet, uh, Slice Radio. That's at sliceradio.com.au. And um, what else do we got going on? Uh, well, this two-dimension podcast, comic uh-huh. book podcast, where four very intelligent young men talk about comic books and uh, deal with all the important political issues of the world. Nice. All right. And here's and here's uh, Punchy the here's Cat. Punchy, the world's dumbest cat, which we love. Yeah. Um, yes. It's hey, pretty, Punchy. I have just recently uh, started up a... I, I got our... Um, a YouTube channel started up for us, so very in the very near future... We'll be talking a little bit more about our video projects that will be not taking precedence, but be like a you know part of the show. So yeah, we'll, part of we'll the be show. working on that. Ah, let's see. I would also like to welcome some new people following the show. Uh, Papa Die, Seabirds, um, and Bunny and Porkbelly, uh, along with some longtime followers: Patrick Ladder, Turkishland, hmm. Turkishland, and. Moonaim, Moonaim. If I'm saying those wrong, I apologize. But thank you very much. The the couple people just uh, started uh, following us cool. this week again. So I always love to see more and more listeners. And, and, and I would also like to thank my imaginary girlfriend Bambi nice. and her family. I hope they write in. She didn't kill herself, did she? Not yet. Not yet. I hope not. <laughs> but uh, I'd like to thank her. I thought maybe you were like that linebacker. The, the yes. Tay <laughs> Manti Teo. Manti Teo. Yeah. Yeah. A little. Re- little cultural reference ah boy you know and the worst (laughs) thing about it is if you're sick of a person already and they're not even in the draft or anything like that that's all bad like i am so sick of this guy already i know it's been like two weeks straight of this jerk and his fake girlfriend i'm like oh my god go away and and i and i do have to confess to you that i have been doing performance enhancing drugs before this shows i have to confess to you i wish i had oprah's money <laughs> yeah, okay <laughs> couple, so, of, couple, of, <laughs> a couple of entertainment references for you <laughs> wow yeah exactly we're topical we're topical uh, yes. yeah, kind of like ointment <laughs> all right i'm going to ask that if you uh follow us on itunes or stitcher please leave us some feedback uh it'd be greatly appreciated um we love our stuff. Oh, and also you can follow us on Twitter at SlowRobotagogo, or you can join our Facebook group. There is a yeah. li- there's a link on the bottom of the page, uh, and slow rob- at slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com, or you can just search Facebook for Slow Robot A Go Go. 
Because I put up various shenanigans and you know teasers. You and put stuff. up with well, you put up with a lot. <laughs> I do put up with a lot. All right, so we will start as always with what we watched this week. Doctor Morbius, what have you watched this week? What have In I watched? Movies. Well, okay. Once again, I'm going back to my documentaries. Nice. I love me some documentaries. I watched a documentary this week too. Rock and roll as uh, a documentary. Was it Rock and Roll High School? No, 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 that's a good movie though. I saw that at a drive-in. Was drunk. It, did you ever see Rock and Roll High School Two with Corey Haim? No, oh. no, okay. no. I, we might though. We might. Watch. I, have, I have a feeling we will one day. Oh God, the Corys. <laughs> Didn't he die? No, the other one did. Oh, okay. This one found Jeebus or something. Oh, okay. Well, you know, it's always a good thing to find. Anyway, what were we talking about? <laughs> I like finding my keys in my wallet. Oh, yeah, I like finding my, my badge to get into work, but sometimes I forget. That's a whole different story. Anyway, what were we talking about? I forgot. <laughs> what, we, what we watched this week. Oh, that stuff. Yeah, okay. Yeah, if this is Saturday morning, everyone. This yeah. isn't like we're drunk or anything like that. This no, just... no. We're, we're we're normally like low blood sugar. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, yes, I watched the documentary on the Kinks, but I didn't watch it on the band the Kinks. Uh, somehow or another... I went on my favorite TV station, YouTube, uh-huh. and somehow or another, I got a hold of a documentary on Dave Davies, which was the brother of Ray Davies, the songwriter, main songwriter of the Kinks. Very good documentary, made in 2011, I think. He's kind of like, um, he's never been given his due, Dave Davies, but he was actually wrote some cool songs, had a stroke a few years ago, he was recovering from it, but he's, you know, they, I mean, basically the Kinks invented heavy metal. Yeah. Was you really got me with that riff and that sound or whatever. And then right. they went on to become one of the most literate bands ever in rock and roll. One of my top two, maybe my maybe my second favorite band. Really? So this is yeah, yeah, besides the Beatles and then after that the Carpenters. Uh, you know, and, and the Bay City Rollers and, and all those guys too. Oh yeah? No, not really. I was gonna say, wow, that's interesting. But yeah, it's a great it's a great documentary and then I went and I found one made a year later called Ray Davies Imaginary Man about the main man from the Kinks Ray Davies filmed by the same director Julian Temple both BBC documentaries really really great formative a lot of nice clips of like early youthful years like I guess they had some ca- they had camera and they shot them before they were famous in their living rooms with their parents you know playing you know the piano and having a good time that's cool really nice stuff yeah the Kinks are a great band man really they're they're like they were very influential, that's for sure. Extremely, yeah. You know, I mean, they, from like 66 through like 71, everything they touched was gold. I mean, some of the greatest yeah. records of all time. So, um, that's yeah, cool. two great documentaries on YouTube. Keep watching YouTube. You know, cable TV sucks. Yeah. What can I say? Pretty soon you're going to have the greatest YouTube channel, Slow Robot A Go Go. Yeah, well, that's upcoming. You know? <laughs> yeah, it is. You're going to enjoy it. You're going to enjoy it or else. Oh, yeah, JJ is on board. JJ, cool. The master right. editor that he is. Awesome. At le- he said at least he'll, very least he'll give us the, the teach us some of the tricks we need for editing. But he, I think yeah, because I, w- I want to get like uh, flying, flying ray beams coming out of my butt. So maybe okay. he can help us with that. I'll tr- I'll see. Okay. All right. Is that all you watched? Uh, yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Well, I have a, a much longer list. My documentary is a little bit different than yours. Uh, it was after porn ends. Oh, so God. basically, it was a documentary uh, on Netflix streaming. What's, what is porn anyway? 
Yes, that's where tea will take off. Uh, that's when mommies and daddies love each other very much, okay. and they roll around in front of a camera naked. I thought they were do, fighting. And do horrible <laughs> things. Okay. So, uh, th- basically, the after the porn ends, talks to a lot of the um, older, the people that were in and now out. There's some younger ones, but a lot of it's like the, the ones from the 60s, 70s, 80s. Mm. And they talk about, like what happened after they left the industry, about the industry. It was very, it was actually a very good uh, documentary. There was nothing like nasty about it or anything like that. Like, you there, mean, there weren't there, any like clips? There was some clips, but it, and it, I mean, it was, it wasn't X-rated, but you know, it was, they showed some stuff, but not no. much. It was mostly them talking um, and them talking about what happened, how they got into it, how they got out, stuff like that. In and out. Yes. It was a lot of in and out. After porn ends, I would definitely recommend it. <laughs> So I got Cyborg starring the the nimble toad, uh, the, I should not nimble toad, the nimble uh, Jean Claude Van Damme looking very young before uh, yeah. his. Uh, this was one of his first ones. Before he got plastic surgery. Before he before he fell into a cocaine binge yeah, that lasted twelve like years. That. But I still I am a, I really like Jean Claude Van Damme. I like his movies. I'm you know that's just kind of like what I grew up watching. So hey, yeah, it's all right. I watched Cyborg. Then I watched Cyborg 2 to answer all the unanswered questions from Cyborg 1. Oh, yeah. That one had Jack Palance. The main question is why. <laughs> that one, Cyborg 2 had Jack Palance in it. And, oh, that's awesome. And he was Anything with Jack just Palance is great. The scenery. Oh, that's cool, though. I like that. Is, is uh, Van Damme in it? No, no. Oh, the muscles from Brussels? <laughs> yeah, he took off. He's like, I'm out. <laughs> At that point, he made uh, One Step Up, which was the... Uh, Street Fighter movie, and he's like, I'm done. I don't need any more of that. Oh, with Raul, with Raul Julia. The, the last movie that Raul Julia Game made. over! Yeah, that's a great movie. All right. Yeah. Next one I watched was an incredibly good movie that I immediately... I watched it on, net, on the instant streaming, and I immediately went online and bought it on Blu-ray. No it was kidding. Um, Iron Sky. This, mm. was a, this is a movie about... In the, in the 1940s, some Nazis landed and... On the moon in the dark side, and they've been building. Oh. They've been building like uh, building their their forces ever since. Oh. And um, yeah. And it's set in the future of twenty twenty eighteen, <laughs> and Sarah Palin is is the president. It's off the chain. Sarah Palin. It's it's off the chain. It is so funny and stupid. Like who made this thing? I don't know. It was well made. It wasn't it. it it's very <laughs> uh, Mars Attacks ish. Like okay, where right. where there's a lot of jokes there. But they're not like, look how funny this is. They, they just but, let yeah, it. Yeah, they yeah, let yeah, it be. Yeah. And when you notice stuff, you la- like. I yeah, laughed yeah, a yeah, lot. Yeah. I really laughed a lot. It was a very funny movie. I would suggest everyone go. Th- it's on. Yeah, go see it at your local theater. No, it's on streaming Netflix. Oh, it's, it's on not even Netflix. like an investment. Oh, okay. So you know, All just right. please. Uh, then I watched t- uh, Titanic two. Um, there was, <laughs> it was terrible. And then uh, <laughs> I recently I just got the. Um, I watched it yesterday. Total Recall, the the reboot, the re the redone oh, one. Oh, okay. Uh, hmm, I don't know. Growing up with the original campy Schwarzenegger, <coughs> um, Total Recall. Um, and I and of course I love that one. I have it. I watch it a lot. It's a very silly, stupid movie, as most of Arnold's are. But he adds that. He adds a lot to the characters. He adds a lot of like it was a different time and everything. This one takes itself very seriously. This this Total Recall. It's not like that. Schwarzenegger one-liners. Mm-hmm. Seems yeah. like it's it's a lot of running and bullets and machine guns and and you know it, they took a lot of sci-fi movies, put them in a blender and hit blend, and then poured it out and said, "Here's your movie." You know, like there's a lot of Blade Runner in there. There's a lot of 
the stormtroopers, you know, like it's iRobot. Like they they borrowed a lot from a lot of movies. Yeah. And uh, I don't know how to feel about it. It was okay. It, it, if I would have never seen the original um, Total Recall, I would have watched this one and been like, eh, and, you know, it was a sci-fi movie. It was okay. But um, having seen the older one, uh, it didn't strike as many chords with me as as the old one did. You know, the new one. And that's all I watched. That's it? That's it. All right. Maybe next week. Yeah. I got... Um, there's one called Priest, and I'm getting... It's a newer movie. That, what the that, hell is that about? It's... I don't know. It, <laughs> uh, I'll, to be continued. I ha, it's coming on Netflix today, supposedly, so... Uh, Who's that uh, star? I don't know. Uh, oh, like, well, that's uh, Yeah, good. like, it's... um. I think this is what... I remember it... Is it a sci-fi movie? No, it's like a horror sci-fi, kind of, like a... <laughs> Like I think, um, it's a horror movie. I think it's based off of a, a comic book. Oh, okay. I could be okay, wrong. Okay. I think this was one of those that they tried to make it big, and it just didn't hit. Like I think it came and went, and, it, and people were like, "Whatever," you know. So I'll, I'll 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 let you know about that next week. All right, we're gonna take a quick break, and then when we come back, we're gonna do our top ten lists. And unlike our other riveting top ten lists, these will be our top ten creepiest movie creeps. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. When the public interest, the motion picture Naked Rider will be shown in its entirety at a theater near you. Many of the scenes were filmed on closed, restricted sets in southern Georgia. The management of the theaters playing Naked Rider feel that certain scenes depict such strange relationships that they might be offensive to some adults. Therefore, the management of these theaters strongly urges those people unaccustomed to viewing films so explicitly presented not to attend. Naked Rider, rated R. All right, and we're back. So now it's on to our creepiest movie creeps. Oh, and uh, uh, on our on our uh, break there, we looked up Priest. It's a sci-fi thriller where a priest is in an alternate world trying to get his niece back from vampires because men and vampires have been at war for centuries or something in a downtrodden dystopic. There was lots of words, so I'll let you know how that is next week. So. Dr. Morbius, who are your biggest movie creeps? My movie creeps. People that when you see the movie, you're like, God damn, that guy makes my skin crawl. You know, like... Creeps. Creepy Creepy, creeps. Creepy guys. Do the creepy crawl. Okay. Brought to you by the Coffin Lids, a very good band. Really? I never heard of them. Yep. They're very good. They they let us... uh, They they were one of the bands that let me use their music for our television show that I did for a lot of years. And then, um, then of course, I used them on the uh, on some of the other podcasts I've been on, and uh, yeah, coffin lids. They Are do, they still around? Do the creepy crawl. They're still around, active. Yeah, yeah, yep. Oh, okay, good. That was great. Well, last I checked. Anyway, okay. please tell us who are the creepiest of the creeps. The creepiest creeps. Yes. My opinion. Sure. Okay. Politicians. <laughs> Porn stars. <laughs> <laughs> Watch it. I'm I'm one of them now because I watched all those documentaries. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about all these guys. But I'm saying, God, John Holmes and all these guys—they're like totally creepy, like druggy and sleazy and whatever. Well, I don't think that the smartest and the brightest stars shine in porn. Really? I'm not saying that they're not. You know that they're. Yeah, I just don't think. You know, like you don't think they're like like really like. College you know, graduates you know how, or yeah, anything? Yeah, you know how people that are like prostitutes and drug addicts are usually, that's where like, they don't have a lot of options. Well, that's like rock and roll, isn't it? Some, to some degree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it's like, you know, yeah. 
Anyway, that's probably well. Houston will never make it because he's too smart. God. Like, <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna elkabong me when he sees he's too, me. He's too it. responsible to exactly. be like that's a rock. What, that's what I mean. Like he's a great guitarist. He's like one of the he's, yeah. He's like incredible guitarist. And I always I that's his band will never make it because he's too smart. He's too responsible. He's, he's too, responsible. too nice. He's actually yet to be like you know irresponsible he's, jerk. He rarely throws televisions out of hotel windows into pools. And <laughs> no, no, not at all. No, yeah. not at all. He's a nice. He's a nice man. A good man. So he's a great, great guitar Houston, player. Please don't elkabong me when you see me. No, no, he wouldn't. Especially do that. since he's I'm too fix, nice. Especially since I'm fixing his guitar. Oh wow! Look at that! Oh yep. man! I'm doing the going through the wiring for him. All right, my my creepiest creeps. Yes, creepy, creepy guys. All right, let's start with uh, and not just because he's in this movie, but Robert England. He's very, yeah. Yeah, he's just he's just dude. You know, this dude's creep creepy looking. Not just Freddy Krueger, but I always enjoy his performances. Yeah, they are funny, but he's and, hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he just kind of looks slimy. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Uh, Anthony Hopkins in Silence of the Lambs and a few other movies like that. He's just kind of like great actor. Yeah, kind of uh, a little slimy. You know, yeah. like he might be hanging out in places. It's calories. Harvey Keitel from Taxi Driver as the no. pimp. Oh yeah. Oh, guy with that fingernail, the Coke fingernail or whatever. I was like, oh, dude, that's <laughs> nasty. <laughs> nasty. That whole movie. I haven't watched that in a long time. Oh, Taxi God. Driver is. Off the rails, weird. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's like, an effed up movie. Man. I have to rewatch that sometime. It's, right? it's a downer, dude. <laughs> w- watch it as a double feature. The guy who wrote it, Paul Schrader, was kind of like a real downer writer. Watch it with. Did you ever see the movie by uh, with George C. Scott called Hardcore? Yes, I did. Oh, there's a nice double feature dude. for you, Taxi Driver and Hardcore. That was a brutal movie. <laughs> yes, it was. I On many the different levels. On extremely different levels. Oh my God! I'm like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that kinda takes all the fun out of, you know, oh, the biz as they yeah, say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a rough ass movie, man. Knocking people around, didn't he smash a lamp over some guy's yeah, jaw yeah, and stuff like Yeah. It's just the, the You're the guy who ain't hiring nobody on the street. Yeah. The guy he, comes out and whips his dick off. Yeah, like, don't you want to see my stuff, <laughs> man? It's like, no, I don't, dude, you know. Oh. And just the subject matter. Just watch those two together and see if you <laughs> Take a, take a couple of showers and, you know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> take a couple of showers. Go cry in a dark go room. Go cry in a dark room. Put a bottle yeah. of whiskey and tears. Yeah. yeah. All right, too. yeah, go ahead. Okay, um, Andrew Prine. He's an actor from the 70s. He kind of he looks like John Holmes, sort of. But he was always these like kind of like sleazy 70s characters and, and he's especially sleazy in the centerfold girls where he's like a he's like a nerdy serial killer who's killing uh. like play pen, playmates but he was in a bunch of movies he was also in, in v you know the lizard movie or whatever he's one of the guys in that you probably recognize him from that uh christopher walken as the uh as the the gangster in true romance that one scene with him in this <laughs> opera oh my, oh god. my god a classic <laughs> from our from our dear friend quentin tarantino uh, Anthony James, you, you probably won't know who this guy is, and I had to actually look up his name, but he's he in the seventies. He always played like like sleazy, jerky bad guys. He was in the Teacher. He was in some westerns. He kind of like thin, kind of like ethnic looking. He had kind of like a bad, bad you know um, complexion. As you know, uh, if you see him. He, uh, dirt, dirty, dirty bag. I'm sure. That, I'm sure these guys are all wonderful guys. I'm just saying, you know, they're acting. <laughs> yeah. you know. Oh, let's see. Oh, Andrew Robinson and Dirty Harry. Oh God, the, the Zodiac Killer and Dirty Harry. You know, with all the kids. 
uh, what a he's my number one scummy sleazy dude or whatever you know I'm sure he's a wonderful man he was in the uh, first Hellraiser all right um let's see oh Eric Roberts in Star eighty yuck yeah man. Eric Roberts uh, that look on his face he is, is a guy that's just he doesn't he looks like he, I'm you know we're just talking movie he looks like he looks like kind of somebody yeah I don't know. I don't know what to tell yeah. you, you know. Okay, and he's this guy was in a lot of movies, but especially in Blofeld, <laughs> in Inner Majesty, Secret Service, Donald Pleasance. He's he's a <laughs> British actor, but he he had these steely blue eyes, and he always played Nazis. And he's especially well, he's the he's the prototype for uh, Doctor Evil he's, in the Austin yeah, Powers movie. He's one of those guys. You can tell he's a good actor, but he took the worst yeah. schlock in the world. Yeah, there's money, man. He just was like, like, yeah. I I first met, saw him in, of course, Escape from New York. Yeah, right, right. He was the president, and he was just kind of there. And then I saw him in that Puma Man, and I saw him, like, oh, yeah, he pops yeah. up, and then he was in Without Warning, and I'm like. Yeah. Who is this guy? What uh, are you doing here? You know, like, he just takes whatever. Well, well, you know, guys like that, back in the late, mid-70s, they were not getting much work, so they just, were just, it was money. Like, I read that when Peter Cushing came and did the movie Shockwaves in Florida, the, the, the another one of those Living Dead Nazi movies, he got paid $5,000, but he got a free trip to Florida, so, you know, but that's yeah, all they got yeah. paid, five grand, you know, but he gets a vacation here, works for a couple weeks, makes a few bucks, and, you know, that's it. That's what these I guys guess. did. And who cares? Yeah, you know, who cares? You know, a lot of these guys figured nobody's going to see these movies, you know. I mean, That's you know, they'll true. play in a drive-in. Little did you know, years later, they're being immortalized in Blu-ray and Black-ray and DVD and, you know, BVD and all that stuff. <laughs> so anyway, excuse me. Crispin Glover. Oh, there's another guy. Was he the one that was in that Willard? Yes. God, that I couldn't ever watch that movie. Yeah. <laughs> like I Not would, the original, the new one. Yeah, the new one with the yeah. oceans of rats. I'm like... No, I'm good. He was especially creepy in River's Edge. The he's one a really the good actor. Edges. Yeah, but he's, he's another a, one that he's a loose cannon, dude. Yeah, he's a nut he's job. He's a Brian Cox. <laughs> I, I, yeah, he's, again, a great actor. But I just remember seeing him on David Letterman once, and he started like karate kicking Letterman or whatever. He's like, I'm strong, man. And he's like, I can fight, and he started doing these karate kicks. And I'm did like, did he jump up on the couch and profess his love for Katie Holmes? Uh, no, that was a little guy. That's the crazy meter. Either, yeah, that's it, it. either the it's, it's the it's the jump on the couch meter or it's the uh, Brian Cox as we were yeah. talking about yesterday. Yeah, I'm gonna stab you with a switchblade. You yeah, know. Yeah, the guy who jumped on the couch. He's a, he's that scientist dude or whatever. Sure, why not? Anyway, Polly Shore. Oh God. Even though that one funny, they did the one, weasel. The weasel. <laughs> he did. He did that. He did that one movie called Polly Shore is Dead. And it was funny, but he's still a little sleazebag, you know, whatever. Uh, Gary Busey, I don't know, you know. He's in Lethal Weapon, a few others. He's another loose cannon, but he's just, the older he gets, the, the greasier he gets or whatever. Shit, you know? That guy. And, and With his big donkey teeth and crazy. Uh, like, he is crazy. He is like... Did you ever see that one reality show that he did? I just parts of it, and I was like, why is why are they pointing the camera at this guy? Like There was one episode where they found Roadkill and he you. barbecued it. Whatever, and then and then my final and then my last honorable mention oh. is like really honestly every James Bond villain is a sleazy guy or whatever yeah. you know from Doctor No and you know Blofeld and whoever else does them these days. So yeah. I just love that in Austin Powers, who throws a shoe? Honestly, that uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sleaze. I, 
Yes. All right. Now it's on to my... Mine is a little bit more. I kind of like buy the books, I think. All right. These aren't in any real particular order. Thank you. Yes. Sorry. I'm just going to go with it. Okay. Mao's creepiest movie creeps list. Peter Lorre. Yeah. As uh, Ugarte from Casa... Ugarte? In anything he did. He's a little creepy guy. I love Peter Lorre. He was in a lot of stuff, too. He was in tons of stuff. Mostly from Casablanca, but yeah, from everything. Um, David Patrick Kelly. You guys might remember him from the dude with the beer bottles in The Warriors, Luther. Oh, God, yeah. That forgot about guy it. was. And Dreamscape. Yeah. And Dreamscape. Yeah, him. Yeah, that dude's cool. Yeah, I like easy. him, but yeah, he yeah, he's is. A, yeah. He's m- yeah. my number one the guy. Yeah. Warriors yeah, come out to play. Yeah. <laughs> Great. With a little beer bottles on his fingers. Peter Stormare. Stormare? I don't know. I think that's the name. Um, he was the quiet guy from Fargo. The guy that was feeding the, the, the other guy into the wood chipper. Did you ever oh, see Fargo? that guy, yeah. The one that yeah. never talks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he always plays a pretty yeah. brutal yeah, guy know, in the Yeah, end. I know you're talking about, yeah. Okay, Dennis Hopper makes my list yeah. as Frank Booth from Blue Velvet. Yeah, one of the greatest effed up movies of all time. <laughs> you got that right. Saw it in the theaters. Oh, yeah. And then next is Willem Dafoe. Oh, forgot him. I... He's creepy in anything he does, yeah. but mostly for his bo- performance as Bobby Peru in Wild at Heart. Oh, God. Mm. Next one is Jack Nicholson, <laughs> the golfer. No, wait. No, the other guy. He played <laughs> Jack golfer. Torrance in The Shining, and it was glorious. Yeah, it was. He was... That yeah. was really good. Yeah, I, the that, wasn't a, that wasn't acting, by the way. <laughs> I was just—he didn't even know they were making a movie. No, they just I put him know. in. A, they just put him in a place, and they're like, "Run around! Here's an axe." Yeah. Uh, next one, Tim Curry. Yeah. I should say Tim Curry from his pedophile uh, performance in CSI, <laughs> oh, which, God. oh my God, if you ever saw the episodes with him on them. Oh jeez. He, he was Doctor Frankenfurter. He was crazy, but then, but mostly, I have him on the list for. Pennywise, that clown from It. Okay, I never saw yeah. It. Yeah, but he's good in that. But honestly, I saw his. He was on two or th- maybe three different uh, CSI or Criminal Minds. I forget which one it was. Um, and he played this pedophile guy, and he is holy hell, is he creepy? Mm. Okay, Harvey Stevens as Damien from The Omen. I mean, a little kid. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Billy Drago. He is Danny Bench from Cyborg 2. Now, oh. you won't know him from Cyborg 2. Uh, what the hell else was he in? He was in a lot of stuff. He's another one of those. He looks like should David. We, should, should we put... Maybe we can post pictures on yeah. the blog. I'll try to, yeah. Um, Billy Drago looks kind of like a very cracked out um, David Bowie. Okay. All so right. He's pretty rough. And... Now he's not anymore, but in the, in his earlier career, Steve Buscemi. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> he with his crazy bug eyes. He was a lot uglier than he is now. I think yeah. he's had some work done because he's not quite as odd looking. Yeah. But he's great. I, I'll say I like from Buscemi. Mr. Pink, but really from anything. And one that didn't make my list, and I just thought of him, Willem For Forsyth. Oh Wait. yeah, William Forsyth. Yeah, no, he didn't make your list. Oh, he didn't make my list, but he should have. He anything he plays is pretty greasy. All right, so that's it for our list. When we come back from our quick break, we will be talking about our own creepy movie, the May- one and no, only. No, no, no. Yeah, kind of. 
Kind of creepy. Just go with it, man. I'm just trying to do it. All right, man. All right. All right. I'll, I'll, it was I'll work so the show. creepy, bro. Oh, my God. I was so scared. I went poopy pants. <laughs> yes. Of course, we're talking about a car movie. Now, here's something we hope you'll really like. Ladies and gentlemen, the biggest dog in the world. Digby thinks he's just a playful puppy. Unfortunately, he's just too much dog. The inside story of what happens next. Digby! Don't swallow! Ask Digby. Rated G. Alright, so make sure you run right out and see Digby, Digby. the biggest dog in the world. Yeah. Move, move over, Marmaduke. At a theater near you. Sure, why not? Now showing. <laughs> Never showing. Okay, so now on to the matter at hand. The 30 minute discussion that is Christine. Yeah. The wacky Plymouth, 1957 Plymouth Fury that just can't be kept down. We're, we're going, this is our third venture into John Carpenter land. Man. Yeah, we did They yeah. Live, we did The Thing, and now we're doing Christine. We could pretty much do all John Carpenter movies. No. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, know that, I know there's about two or three more that I would like to talk about. When, whenever like I watch it and that John Carpenter comes up on screen, I have like a nice calm. Like I'm like... Uh, I'm yeah. in. For, even if it sucks, I'm in for an awesome ride. There's like, about three more that I wouldn't mind, but then there's a lot of stuff that I just don't. The way care he about. shoots things and the way they're presented, I love his style. Like, mm-hmm. just yeah. There's no noir in there. There's huh. no wacky camera angles. <laughs> when you're looking at something, that's because something's gonna happen. Like, there's no. Well, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised because I watch the special features and I listen to the uh, audio track, the uh, commentary, and he's really fussy about shots that you'd watch in this movie that look like really simple shots he's like oh my god that shot where they're talking to the old man in that selling of the car that took a day to shoot i had to do it. and i'm like why is really really you, you really yeah. should listen you really should watch listen, i wish i watched this now. yeah oh i have i have i bought it i'll loan it to you you can mm-hmm. watch it this guy is i really enjoy this movie and i probably shouldn't no, like, you shouldn't. Like, a lot of Stephen King stories, there was a very long time where Stephen King was cranking out a book a week, yeah. and then, or every three days, he had a new book out, and, like, they were immediately made into very bad movies. And he was also cranking them out under fictitious names. Like, the movie, he, he wrote four books under the name Richard Bachman. Really? Thinner, the, uh, what was the yeah. other one? There was, uh, I forgot what the other one was made in the movie. Was It It wasn't The Running Man. It was one of the, the lawn, mo- I, I don't know. He did four books under a fictitious name. Really? So that means that he's probably doing it again. And supposedly, according to a guy who I used to know that wrote, uh, sold books, they, they're thinking that he wrote romance books under the name Stephanie King, but they're not 100% sure. Yeah, that's how that's how nuts Stephen King is. He's like basically an ADD writer, you know, I can't yeah. stop. Well, why so not? he got run over, and then he stopped for a year or two, and then he started back. <laughs> then he wrote movies about getting run over, yes, or wrote no books way. about it. That one, Misery, that's a... that's a Misery? I'm not uh, sure. I think he wrote that under his name. I'll have to look. There's, yeah. there's four books that he wrote. Well, how many... I wonder how many... I'm going to look this up now. Keep talking. Okay. Keep talking. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. It's my show now, and I'll say whatever I want. It's my party, and I'll cry if I want to. You know, Christine is a really interesting movie. It's not... It's a horror movie that's not scary. So it's kind of pointless in a way, but I kind of like the fact that it was uh, it was made in the 80s, so it's got all the it's kind of a teen movie in a way. The actors are all oh my god very good. What you reading reading about Stephen King and all the fake names? And no, all I'm the... no, I'm looking at how many 
books he's written. No, how many mo- straight to video and movies? Oh God, yeah. There's over. Yeah, there's we'll be like, doing a, a Stephen like, King month. There's like fifty. Yeah, everything he writes. Oh my God. All everything right. he writes. So anyway, um, you know, Christine is a nice movie. It's shot nice. It's got good actors. It it kind of takes you back to a. You know, the simpler times, supposedly, <laughs> of the 80s, but no, I, I, no. I just don't find it. I, I didn't find it when I saw it originally, and I still today didn't find it to be scary. So, to me, it's pointless, but we'll we'll it talk about it more. It isn't a scary movie. But it's supposed to be. It's it's sold to you as a scary movie, and it's an R-rated movie. And from, again, from listening to and watching the, uh, the uh, uh, bonus Commentary, features, yeah. there's no gore in it. There, there's no scares it, in it. It wasn't. You know what? You know how boy they got an R rating because of all the cursing in it. Apparently they oh were. Oh my god! They said they said the producers were looking for a hard or so it was like they just said okay, just say f this and bullshit this and you know c word this <laughs> that, and whatever. That guy. You know? There was a couple of scenes in this movie that were always in my memory, but I didn't remember a lot of the movie. Of course, when uh, Buddy Buddy Pe- yeah, yeah, Rich, yeah. Richardson Buddy Pe- yeah the guy the owner of what, the uh, no no Buddy what, the the bad guy with the mutton chops. Oh, the mutton chop dude. Yeah, Travolta looking yeah, dude. He yeah, he looked like Travolta. He was hilarious, by the way. But he, when he was running from the flaming car, that r- was in my memory. Oh, you yeah, know, okay. there's a couple of things you remember from this movie, and then nothing else. You know, just like little scenes. So on rewatch, I was watching it with a lot of different, different mentality, different eyes. You know, and I enjoyed it. The Darnell, the guy who owns the, the auto shop, yeah, him, yeah, he yeah. is off the chain hilarious. He's a, he's a, I forgot his name, but he's a big time character actor. He is so funny. The, his scenes when he is just like talking shit, he's yelling at this kid for no reason. Like he is really, he is, he plays a great character. Yeah, the Buddy Richardson or Buddy, I can't remember his last name. Buddy, the, the bad guy with mutton chops, he is the typical like thuggish creep yeah he, he's very he plays it really well you know right right yeah Every, this all the actors are good in they it. they are all good i mean you kelly know. kelly preston's one of her first roles she's very pretty wow. in this yeah. and alexandra paul the main actress is very 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 pretty and she was a model and she's this is her first movie and she was who, very, who played leah leah yeah uh-huh yeah I, i'm yeah. surprised that she was a model she was a model. Oh, she's tall and thin, and she has that yeah, the guess. blue eyes. Yeah, I think she's very pretty. I mean, but she did Baywatch later, and you know, I mean, she looked fine, but you know, she didn't. It, she looked. I thought I thought I liked her better in this movie. Yeah, I thought she was pretty. She had that girl next door fifty-ish kind of looking thing or right. whatever going on or whatever. And then Keith Gordon, who did uh, he did a few a couple of Brian De Palma movies, and then a few years after this movie, he just became a director. He still directs movies now. Yeah. I don't think he acts much anymore. Oh, okay. And I think the guy, the main guy, John Stockwell, I think his name is John. I know his name is like Stockwell. He's directing too. So a lot of yeah, people. Yeah, he's making like really big stuff. He, he uh, is. That's him, huh? Okay. Yeah, he does yeah. big movies. Okay. Yeah, he's a. So everyone kind of in this movie was somebody, is somebody. Became you know? somebody. Um, and Kelly Preston married John Travolta, so that's right. what she's, you know. And, and she was also in that movie with, uh, what is that one with um, Tom Cruise? Was it, was it Jerry Maguire? I think she's in Jerry Maguire. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. She's well, naked in a movie called uh, Mischief. That's a good one, too. <laughs> from around the same era. <laughs> you're like, Especially because she's naked. You're like, right around 21 minutes and 48 seconds, she's yeah, naked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I pre- yeah, I made That's a, when the movie really picked yeah, up. Yeah, I copied that one. Yeah, I made a copy of that. <laughs> so, anyway. But, um... Anyway. Long story short, this is a, this is adapt, adapted from a Stephen King movie uh, novel. One of the thousands. Yes. And 
it, they, there's a Plymouth Fury that was just born evil. They don't really talk about why it's evil. It just is. On I mean, the, you know what? In the, the book, ass- maybe they talk about yeah. it, but in this movie, they just... On the assembly line, the, the, the car slams the hood on the foreman and breaks his hand. It kills a guy. They're all white Plymouth Furies except for one red one. Yeah. And the one red one is Christine, and Christine kills humans. And, yeah. okay, it's, it's just evil. So... That's they show that scene and then they flash forward to that was in 1957 and you don't know the life of the car just flash forward to 1979 where there's a the, a jock and then a, an overly crazy like nerd mm-hmm. like Keith Gordon yeah Keith Gordon he plays like this is he Arnie yeah Arnie Arnie, Arnie, Arnie yeah. he plays like this uh, sheepish like the the parents are dominating him people are bullying him like he, he he's just has nothing really going on for him. Um, he's got the uh, he's got the tape and holding his glasses yeah, together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, w- why these two are friends, I don't know, but it doesn't matter. Uh, you know, so one is very popular and one is very unpopular, but they hang out together. Um, you see, the first day of school, the jock is like, "Where's Where's Arnie?" And they're like, "Oh, B- Buddy has him in the in the shop class." There's you know he's picking on him, and this guy, this nerd, is surrounded by like five goons and and the the head bad guy with the mutton chops who is hilarious yeah and he's he's like screaming at him and he cuts his lunch open with a switchblade like it's very 70s you know like <coughs> the, the, yeah. the whole vibe of it felt very it, does. 70s. it really does yeah um it was supposed to be set in the 70s mm-hmm. so yeah yeah and it was good and and what was interesting too from watching the special features is that, that fight scene that they had when when uh you know uh Buddy and 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 Arnie and Arnie and Arnie's jock friend get into a fight, it was all shot in medium shots and close ups. It wasn't shot with any stuntmen. Yeah. So they were they were the ones who were actually doing it. And the way uh, the way Carpenter did it was just to get them to be in you know to be more realistic in the sense that it's them really. It felt fighting real. right. Yeah. It, felt it wasn't a stuntman no. fight. As a, as a, you know. And, it, and there was no this wasn't like wire foo or anything like that. Like no, no, no. this was just a lot of, of like cock grabbing and, and yeah, yeah cock grabbing. That, yeah. that one guy grabs at the jocks. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Whatever. Any junk. <laughs> the funniest part was when that de- the shop teacher comes in and breaks it up. And he's like, he and he is, he is like the typical teacher. Uh-huh. He's like, you, all you out, you three, stay right there. He's yeah. like screaming at him, and and then and he grabs that thug, he starts like pushing him around and just going crazy. Yeah. So anyway, we've established who who Arnie, Arnie and yeah, Arnie's the main real, characters, the, the main characters are now. And then all in and place. then and then Alexandra Paul, the girl, is established right yep. before right before then actually. And you know the the you know, the, the <laughs> jock is the jock is lusting after her. Yeah, even though he has his girl, even though he's Travolta's woman's. Yeah, she friend. likes him. Yeah, but he's lusting after. But yeah. So, but then one day they they they, they drop by and they see a car. No, no, this is that day. Yeah, that day. They're yeah, driving yeah, yeah. home and and because Arnie's like, well, that wasn't a bad first day of school, even though it was like terrible. Yeah, Because right. he got his glasses broke and he's got he, and the, those nice guys fight, got expel, yeah, expelled. Yeah. So he's, he goes, stop the car, stop the car. And the jock is driving a very nice Challenger. Uh, that was the Dukes of Hazard car. This one is beautiful. Yeah. Uh, and he backs up, and and you see this dilapidated house and this totally just destroyed 1957 Plymouth. Now, if anyone doesn't know what a Plymouth Fury is, it's basically it's a car that thinks it's a house. It's mm-hmm. gigantic. They're, they're like bigger than... It's like the Batmobile. It's got they're fins like in the back. Ten Humvees bolted together. Yeah. They're, 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 you can like sleep in them. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, Good for driving. Yes, <laughs> and and they had the 
they, if, since it was the 50s, the fins were big and glorious, like you know. Batmobile. But this thing has seen its days. It's done, yeah. you know. So he and he's like the the jock's like, "What the hell are you doing? What are you?" Like, and then we're introduced to the owner of this car, but <laughs> it's the owner's brother. The owner died. Yeah. And this guy, he could have made the creepiest well, guy's well, list. Yes, he could have. Robert Blossom. He was in a movie called Deranged, which was the first movie about Ed Gein. Okay. And he was also in Escape from Alcatraz with uh, Clint Eastwood. So Robert Blossom is a creepy dude. He was... I wish I would have like thought about that. But. He was this whisper-thin, like, grizzled, hunched over, and he had this truss on. Like, yeah. this... 1950s kind of truss, like the yeah. like the one that could have doubled as like a, a psycho <laughs> ward jacket, you know. Like right. there's like just it was very weird looking, and and he's like, start her up, she'll run, and she starts, and it's missing and misfiring and all this shit. And the guy's like, and and Arnie's like, how much do you want for it? He's like, well, three hundred. And uh, and there's, there's a whole bunch of dialogue in this scene. This is a very f- good scene, um, really establishing and. He basically says, you know, you don't, because the jock's trying to talk everyone out of it. He's like, give the guy a break. He, don't, don't let this kid buy this car. And he's like, you don't know half, you don't know half as much as you think you do. He said my brother, what do you say? My dumbass brother had the same look in his eyes when he saw yeah, this car. Yeah. Like basically, the car possesses somebody, and that's it. And now Arnie is hooked. Yeah. So they bring it home, and the mother and par- the mother and father flip out, saying, you can't keep that car here. It's horrible and disgusting. And the neighbors, what will the neighbors think? They are so over the top yuppie, <laughs> urbanites like or suburbanites. You know what I mean? Yeah, like they're, yeah, th- yeah. and the mom played. It was so mean, but I've seen her in other things. She's in a lot of things. I can't think of her name right now, but she's in a lot of things. And she's like, they were like your typical like you know, like you said, yuppie, and the kids like okay, mom, drinking yes, scotch mom. and smoking cigarettes in the in the, yeah, in the kitchen, you know, and they're brow beating this poor nerdy kid or whatever. <laughs> For a three hundred dollar piece of shit car, and like, like, you can't know. bring your car in here, and they tell the. They tell his buddy, you know, why'd you let him buy that car? And he goes, I tried to stop him. And they go, no, no, you didn't. I doubt if you tried too hard. I doubt you tried hard enough. While while the kids are drinking milk. This has so many one-liners. But one of the funniest things is the the, the, the mother's sitting there berating the son for this, buying his car. And the the jock's like like just a friend at a friend's house. He's just leaning against the oven while this is going on. And she yells at him. And he like looks at her like, what the hell? <laughs> like, yeah. like, don't drag me into this. Car. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. It's like not my problem. I'm just... At the end, he goes, "Thanks for the milk." <laughs> just like, I was just like, there was like when you watch this over and over, there was a lot of things in this movie that were funny and just like really well written, you know. Right. So, but not scary. No, there's no. This is not scary at all. Yeah, I mean, you know. I know. That's, about, that's the bad part about the movie. That's why it's not going to get a good rating for me at the Uh-oh. end. But, but, but anyway, we digress. Yeah, we so, get ahead of ourselves. So, you know, then we kind of flash forward. Some time passes. But this is all, I think, basically a span of about four or five months. Yeah, like yeah. He goes to the he goes to the garage. It's like September of seventy nine, and yeah, they this do have ends like right like New Year's, like yeah. right around New Year's. He, he goes after that. He he goes to the he finds some garage <laughs> that night. Yeah, she, he goes. I'll get this car out of here, and he goes to Darnell's auto yard. Yeah, and Darnell, as I talked about before, he his scenes are freaking hilarious. Yeah, this guy is just like the meanest grizzle like. Exactly, I, like a junkyard dog. Yeah, he's a, a junkyard dog, and he's just, 
listen here, Chuck, I'll throw you out on your ass. And, you know, he's just, like, screaming. What the hell does he say? That's the last time you're going to run that mechanical asshole in my yeah, garage. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and that was, like, the nicest thing he said. Yeah. But so so Arnie puts, gets the beat-up car in there and, like... And he uh, starts working on it. You know? He starts working on it. And the guy's like, sees that he's doing a good job. And he tries to actually, hey, if you want to keep your car in oh here, I'll let you, like, clean the toilets and make errands yeah, for put, me or put whatever. The pa- put the paper on the spools. Shit like that. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> and you could tell... Now, I watched this scene. I backed up and rewatched it because he, you, he, he is a very good actor, yeah. that Darnell guy. Because he, you could tell he was being a, a rotten person, but that was as nice it was as it was going to get. Like, he even tried to smile a little bit when he's like to say, eh, you know, I, I like you, kid. Like, the act, that that scene had a lot in it, even yeah. for what it was. Because then at the end, Arnie goes, oh, I'll think about it. And he goes, well, don't think too long. I'll throw you out on your fucking ass. Yeah, right, that's, yeah, that's, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. That's, uh, I mean, you could tell, like... The actor knew this was the nicest this guy could ever be in his life by yeah. saying, yeah. if you do work, I'll let you, you know, because he goes, I'll let you, you know, rummage up for all the parts and uh, maybe I'll even throw in a few bucks, yeah. you know, at the, each week or whatever. So exactly. it was it was a great scene. It was funny. And then he, of course, he takes it. And this kid, Arnie, is now... Yeah, it's kind of weird because it's like, okay, it ends there. And then next time you see Arnie... You know, Jock's coming over to see him, and he's like completely changed now. He's not gonna have glasses. His his stance is different. Yeah, he's, and, he's, and he's like, mom, mom's like a little like it's a, it's like he's become dominating, and the the car yep. is taking him over and turn him into some kind of like badass. He's, and mom and dad are now porn starish. Yeah, yeah. You know, like <laughs> you know I mean, like he's like wearing like that seventies porn star kind of clothing. Yeah, yeah. Not really, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, and it's like. Mom is like, oh, you know, make sure he's okay, you know. And she's like, mom was, mom was like, you know, mod before this, like, domineering. Now she's like, oh, you know. And he's like, yeah, all right, mom, you know, whatever. He's like Mr. Badass. And the next thing you know, he's in school, and the girl that you know Jock was lusting over, Alexandra Paul from Baywatch. Now she's his girlfriend, you yep. know. And I'm like, wow, this car really changed, dude. You know, he kind of possessed him. Yeah. Well, one of the, from that scene when the mom was like. Yeah. Kind of trying to talk to him, but you could tell roles had reversed yeah, at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, right. There, that one line he says, we used to say that when I was a kid, a teenager, we used to say that all the time because of the way he said it. He goes, get off my back. That's like, right. He, as he's walking away, he says that to his mom. And he like, it sounds like he's singing it. Yeah. So we always used to go, get off my back. Like, just <laughs> the same intonation. We always used to say that when we were like teenagers. Okay, cool. Um, Yeah. Now we fast forward a little bit, and um, the kid, the jock, is playing football. Yeah, right. And they've alluded to the fact that he'd been hurt before, but he yeah. was cleared to play, and he was the, he was like Jocko hero. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He Mr. was the guy that Mr. was the, the best of the team. Yeah, yeah, he was the superstar. He's running his route, or like right before he runs his route, yeah. this finished Christine pulls into the lot. The bad guys, the gang of bad guys notice it, and they're like, I know where he keeps it. He gets out. That's when we see that the, the beautiful him, girl him is with Arnie now. Yeah. And you're like, wow. Because this car... when and, it they, pull- and they make out right in front of him, too. When this car pulls up, it is a pr- finished... This is cherry. 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 I've never seen a nicer 57 
that wasn't one that got destroyed. I'll guarantee uh, it. Apparently, according to the the carpenter, there was like about nine or ten of them that they fixed and they and they used them in different. I thought they, they destroyed. Basically. I thought they would have been like almost a hundred that they destroyed. No, no, not that. But one. I'm glad they were more frugal because yeah. they're hard to find those cars, you know. Yeah. Well, not after this movie, they're even harder. Yeah, right? that's what I mean. That's like after the Dukes of Hazard, you can't find that year Challenger, Challenger anymore because yeah. they went through thousands of them. Oh, they're like literally. God. But anyway, the um. So, as this kid's run, as the jock is running his route, he's he sees them out of the corner of their eye, making out on the hood of Christine, and he like gives a longer look. Then he pans quickly, tries to catch the ball, and he gets hurt, right. and they get hit. And if you listen, you can hear that the the evil gang is like clapping that he can't get up. Yeah, and and honestly, the evil gang, you know, the the the, the main guy, Buddy, was kind of like Buddy Rep- Repperton. Yeah. That's his last name. But I it, couldn't but, think of it, but Buddy Repperton. But the other guys were kind of like the lamest badasses in they the world. They weren't really. They were just hangers honors. Yeah. One guy worked at a garage. Yeah. The fat kid with the curly hair yeah, was ball just grabber. like a jerk. Yeah, yeah. Ball grabber was just a ball grabber McGee. Yeah, it was just uh, whatever, you know, but anyway. Yeah, it's not like they were overtly evil. Buddy Repperton was the only one that had like a lot yeah, of hate yeah, in his heart. Yeah, you know? yeah. He was so. a bad guy. Yeah, so Dennis the jock gets injured in the in in the trying to catch the pass because he just wasn't concentrating, looking at the big smooch between uh, Arnie <laughs> and the girl, and he gets like three sixty or whatever in the air. Yeah, he, yeah, he gets. Taken I thought off. he had gotten paralyzed, I but I guess he didn't, and you know, and right, right. It was one of those things where, um, and we call, we keep calling him the jock. What's his name in the movie? Dennis. Dennis. Okay, uh, sorry, that that's not a very good name. That's not it, no no. I, I mean, whatever. It's it's okay, but it's okay. you know it's. it's so yeah, he gets hurt, and then um, I don't know what him getting hurt really did to the movie. I think what it what it did was it, it let um, uh, Arnie take over, you know, kind of sort of, you know, oh, like take more of a yeah, the take lead more role. of a lead role, okay. yeah, because you know Dennis probably was the you know Mr. Good Looking guy, so he probably would have had to you know would have been involved. So that this went now we can just concentrate on Arnie's gotcha. revenge because yep. now it becomes a revenge movie. Well, not yet, but right after that yeah. that night. The uh, ball grabber McGee said, "Oh, I know where he keeps it." And later that night, yeah, that's right. The four the four gang members go and they destroy his car. They go into Darnell's, yeah, because um, the whole time um, Arnie is using Darnell's Cadillac for all these for all these errands and stuff. Mm-hmm. So he he Christine was in Darnell's um, yeah go, in the main, bay, main in the garage, bay, in the yeah. store, garage bay or whatever. And these this gang destroys this car yeah. and they destroy it. It looked like it got dropped out of a helicopter at about 20 million feet. And according, according to Carpenter, some of them got hurt destroying it because they got hit by glass because when they were breaking the glass, oh, glass, yeah. and the guy cutting, you know, the the seats got cut by. So they paid the price for their uh, destructive. I'll uh, tell you what, I've in done real life. I've done that to some cars that that were going to the junkyard. Like we've um, I've I've shot them out. I've smashed them. I've cut them with axes and chains and so that you it you get hurt bad. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I cut a like I I I had an old Datsun B210 that when it got when it finally got destroyed, I I jumped up and I like actually chopped the roof in half with an axe and like was and smashed the windows out and everything like that and you know it's it's very hard. It's difficult, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I've done some wacky stuff, but the um yeah, so I I believe it, you know. And then when then they go to then Arnie sees this and he flips out you know he starts yeah he shows up the next day with uh, his girlfriend yeah, and with they his girlfriend. see this because they've been having fights oh the drive-in yeah 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 so 
No, the drive-in's afterwards. <coughs> Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. The drive-in. No, no, it was before because he goes. Oh yeah, you're right. You're he right. goes. You're you you're one of these. He's you can tell he's starting to really lose it. He can, he he only loves this car. And nothing That's else. That's right. Like they are, they're like married. You know, this is his soulmate. Is this car? And he, anyone, everyone That's right. else. Before they destroy it, we got the drive-in, which is a good scene actually. Yeah. yeah. So basically, they're going to the drive-in, and you know they're watching the movie, but it's raining. It's pouring rain. Yeah. And I, and and it never rains in California, as the song says. So I guess they. So according to the <laughs> carpenter thing, they had to actually do fake rain or whatever, and a bunch of takes or whatever. So they're in there watching a the movie, and and you know they're he's. Did, did she? He was. They're getting it. They're getting hot and heavy. And, yeah, she was. And then she stopped it, right? Yeah, or whatever. she stopped it. Ran to the. She did her own stand. ball grab yeah. there. Or whatever. She must be that guy's brother or sister. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. she's ball grabber McGee's sister. You know, yeah. Janie McGee and uh, and Janie ball grabber McGee. Yeah. And she runs out. And at this point, we're not in on the gag yet. We don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then she can't. She's like, oh, I can't. Cause your car, you know, you love that car yeah, that's so it, much. Yeah, that's and, it, right? And he's and he, you can tell he's lying to her because he's kind of like, oh, and he's all evil now. Like he's got yeah. like he's like got that look, that downward yeah, look, like and vampires. Like, yeah, and he, the eyes a, are bugging out a little. bit. He's got that vampire. He's a vampire now. So, yeah, you know, yeah, basically. Uh, not not a sparkly one, just a regular yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. So he runs over. Like he's like, no, no, that's you know, you're talking crazy. You know, even though it's true. And um. The, the the windshield so everything's okay and there's two burgers sitting on the <laughs> dash and so and, oh and at first she hits the car she yeah, hits the seat yeah. like and he goes no no and she goes what's the matter don't you like me smacking your girl like yeah, right. like this is typical like teenager dumbness fighting over dumb shit um but whatever so she takes a bite or he goes out because the windshield wiper stops working and he goes oh shit you know so he runs out. And he's trying to fix this, and the doors lock, and the light, the interior starts glowing green, and she's choking to death. Yeah. And At first, I thought it was the seatbelt that choked her, but it was the it was the little bitty bit of burger. Again, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to some to one of the special features. She's a vegetarian in real life, so when she didn't want to eat that burger, but she didn't want to be a diva either. So all she did was take a little piece of bread off. If you watch it, you'll see all she does is take a little bread off the top and bottom. She doesn't eat the meat or whatever, and then she starts choking. Why did they even put meat in it? Why didn't they just give her? She didn't want to tell him that she was a vegetarian because it was her first move. She didn't want to be like. I guess she was. They said that she's really nice person. She didn't want to be like you know like oh I don't eat meat. Give me a veggie burger or whatever so he just played along with it that's you know? cool i mean yeah i'm yeah, fairly yeah. sure that he would have just been like put three buns together yeah exactly. who cares he doesn't care like no one would have cared but, but anyway she takes his little yeah. this little nipple of it <laughs> and then she starts choking with the heimlich and i'm like okay and then the lights come on in the car and it all becomes this like weird like yeah like it, the doors lock and you can tell now that christine is taking over yeah he's it wants to kill this woman there's another scene we 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 forgot to talk about Okay. Where he goes, the the jock goes back. It, it, it you come to find out that the brother who originally owned it killed himself in the car. The car killed its five year old, his five year old daughter, okay, and the car yeah, killed right. his wife. Right. They don't say the car killed, but they keep saying committed suicide, committed suicide, yeah. like killed. So this car just kind of kills people. So okay. Fast, anyway, now we can go back. Yeah, to now the, fa- now to back the scene to the thing where they destroy the car. Right. So they 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 destroy this car and it, it is it is totaled. I mean, it is the the most destroyed a car could be. 
and and he starts screaming, "Get out of here! You you're like a shitter that wants the car. You're happy and like he's going off the rails." And the, he goes back later that night, and he's standing there, and it just starts. And, and the car, what does it fix first? It it fixes. Oh, it fixes the air cleaner. Oh yeah. By yeah. Oh, you mean when it goes when it when it. Oh, yeah, yeah, when yeah. you walk up, the air cleaner is crushed. There's this is a dual. Oh, car. when he's standing in front of the car. Yeah. And then he goes, "Okay, show me." You're like doing the strip tease. Yeah. Like the car, like all of a sudden, it like you know fixes itself right in front of him or whatever. Yeah. So the car fixes itself, and now it goes on a killing spree. And the car just dispatches people one at a time. So we, we so um, it gets the fat yeah, guy. It, it, it gets it, the fat guy it gets first. A, it gets the fat guy first. Then it it gets the it gets Mr. Sideburns. And oh, it, dude, Mutton Chop McGee. He that that scene is great. They built they built that uh, gas that station ex- just to blow it up. I believe it. It it was a great scene. Yeah. You know, and this this car. He's driving a '67 Camaro. He cut, he's trying to like it's the Christine is following him and he just it rams that Camaro and pushes it right into the gas and blows up. Yeah. And then he chases him down and in one of the most iconic scenes, this dude with mutton chows tearing ass down the street like running for his life and this car is on fire just flaming. You yeah. Know? And we don't know whether whether Arnie's in the car or not because it's always yeah, it's dark. Always we dark. don't know if the car's haunted or he's driving it. Yeah. So basically Fast forward to the end, the the Dennis and the girlfriend um, trap the car, and oh, we didn't even talk about Harry Dean Stanton, but we're running out of time. So uh, the the detectives on the case trying to cure, yeah. trying to solve it, and uh, basically the 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 Dennis and the girlfriend trap the car and crush it with a bulldozer. Yeah, and uh, and Arnie dies. So he 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 was in the car. Mm-hmm. When, yeah. when you know, it turns out that he was in the car when he was doing it, or when they, not. I don't think every time. I don't know. They sometimes they he was. Sometimes he wasn't. You know. Yeah, like in the flaming car, I don't think he was in that right. or whatever. But because uh, he came back the next day, but yeah. Yeah. So basically, you know, um, they crushed the car down. Arnie's dead. You know, everyone's everyone's dead. Darnell's dead. The car kills Darnell. Mm-hmm. Um, then Arnie dies. So the all the only people that are left are the jock and and uh, Le- Dennis and his girlfriend. Dennis and his girlfriend. The end. The end. So basically, but but it isn't the end. It isn't the end because it drops the cube that of the the car gets crushed at the crusher. Harry Dean Stanton, who is the police de- detective, is staying there with the two. Uh, he's kind of in on the gag, but he knows he can't write the car is evil. So he you know whatever. They crush the car, and at the very end, the grill starts to straighten out again. Mm-hmm. Dun dun dun. Christine right. too. The right. electric never movie. happened though. Yes, I guess thankfully, I, I I liked the movie. What did you What did you think about the movie overall? Would you say What would you give it on your rate of ten? You know, a four. A four. A four. Wow. Just because it's it's just because it's pretending to be something that it's not. Mm. It will good performances, good direction. Everything's real yeah. slick and nice. And you know we've talked about it a lot. There's good everything. But it doesn't deliver. I've seen movies that cost two bucks that are scarier than this, so I can't give it a good rating. All right, cool. I'm going to give it an eight. So this is the biggest gap that we've had so far on Slow Robot Go Go, which is good. Uh, Different different strokes for different folks. So on and so on. Yeah. So I I would say go check it out. Would you recommend people watch watch it or no? Uh, yeah. Why not? Okay. (laughs) You're like, yeah. It's not on instant streaming though, so that's boo for that. Go buy it. 
Okay, so that's Next it. We're going to more money. We're going to wrap it up. Um, make sure you check us out on all those places we said earlier. And uh, we will see you again next week for more hijinks. <laughs>